Hello and welcome everyone to episode 11 of An Open Window. I hope you're all having a wonderful week this week. I had a pretty nice week myself. I worked a lot and unfortunately that means I didn't get a whole lot of my own personal work done and I'm a little salty about it, but we're catching up today and uh, that's why today is Friday and I'm recording this podcast instead of doing it on Tuesday. I did it on Tuesday, but it was a half hour long and it felt kind of rambly to me and instead of you know, spending a half an hour editing it and then not liking it in the end, I figure, well, I might as well just upload late, but upload something that I enjoy. So here we are. I'm also in a bit of a mood today. I just want to flail my arms and like jump over shit. I don't know what's going on, but uh, this coffee that I just started ingesting into my stomach is not doing anything to help me at all. Let's go ahead and do this thing. Episode 11 is about how to maximize your gains. And, uh, you know, usually when people say that, they are talking about the gym. They're talking about how they can lift weights and propel their bodies forward with more force and momentum than they could the day before because of this one simple hack. But this is not really a hack. This is kind of just common sense that I needed to get explained to me in order for me to understand it. So here is me attempting to re-explain what was explained to me, hopefully in a form that you can understand as well. And it might be something that you need to hear. So, or not like you need to hear, but maybe it's been something that like your body's been telling you, maybe you need to hear it and here you are. You found this podcast out of nowhere and now you know. So anyways, I've spent the past month uh, listening to a 30-hour audiobook by Mr. Jordan Peterson. It's called Maps of Meaning, and uh, it was quite a long 30 hours. I only listened to it while I was at work, so I'm re-listening to it again, and I'm almost halfway through it, um, which isn't actually today is a month. So I've listened to like 45 hours or so of this audiobook. In a month. That's actually not too bad. That's a lot of information. So, you know, you got a couple hours lying around every day. It really adds up if you need an excuse to learn something and you don't think you have time. Maybe you have more than you think. But anyways, the whole thing is about, I mean, he's really just going through mythology. He he feels like there is something that we can learn from history. And it's essentially, I guess what he came what he found out, I guess, through his own research and then through his own conclusion, which he goes over at the end. And the entire time he's talking, he starts to like literally from the ground up, like what neural systems your body uses to identify meaning in things, what symbolism means to the brain, what it means when you're in a new situation, what it means when you're in a comfortable situation, all those things. So he goes from the ground up and he essentially says that uh, most most mythological stories are like a meta-analysis of a bunch of different stories and then they're all conglomerated into one thing that just has like the uh, i wouldn't say like the the biggest morals or anything like that but the most relatable morals and essentially he came to the conclusion that if you act in the way that those heroes act in the story then that would be the optimal mode of being to live your life in and He said the number one thing that, well, he said most importantly is that to one, pay attention to things. Like, so you pay attention to, you can pay attention to your dreams. You can pay attention to your thoughts. You can pay attention to the serendipitous, like things that happen to you. 
Uh, there's some people, um, I would venture to say that I might be one of those people that looks at things and they're serendipitous and it's like, I almost, and this is because of something that he, he said, apparently the hippocampus usually doesn't do much. Um, but when like it's inhibited rather from doing its job until you're faced with a situation that didn't go the way you think it was going to go. And so when it activates, it essentially stamps and it might be the amygdala or the hippocampus. I'm not sure, but it stamps meaning on something so that you'll pay attention to it. And so like some people like seeing the same number all the time means something to them. They, they feel like they're on the right path. Like for me, when I see 1234, um, I'll see it everywhere. I'll just see the numbers in numerical order, one, two, three, four on a video or on the clock or just some random thing that's got numbers on it, like some piece of statistical data. And I'll just see like, oh, 12.34%. And I'm like, okay, well, I stumbled upon this randomly and this thing that I keep seeing is there. So maybe this number is something meaningful. And then obviously you can look up numerology or whatever. There's angel numbers and stuff like that. But anyways, the whole thing is called Maps of Meaning. And he's essentially just talking about at the end of the book that there is something to learn from history. And it seems that if you, well, he says that meaning is the most physical representation of instinct as far as us and humans is concerned that's not just like hunger or thirst or sexual satisfaction or like the accompaniment of like comrades or whatever around you because obviously all those things are important and we all need those things to live but as far as when you have all those bases covered the essential thing for you to do and this is something he said in one of his personality courses which he essentially taped all of his lectures from different like psychology courses that he taught in the University of Toronto and you can you can watch the whole course for free and take your own notes and you see the PowerPoint and you see everything he says and all the questions that he asks from the people in the audience or from the people taking the course rather so I feel like that's an invaluable piece of information I can tell you is that if you if you are interested in any of these things there's hours and hours and hours of free content on YouTube that you can watch and you can get a free Audible subscription with like a Joe Rogan promo code or whatever. You'll get a month free. You get a free audio book. You can get Maps of Meaning too if you want to. And then after you get the book for free, and you can cancel your Audible subscription and you keep all the books even after you cancel it. So it's pretty good. It's pretty dope. But the thing that he said was confront the things about yourself that you've been intentionally avoiding. Overcome, overcoming those instead of following your bliss will lead to greater personal development and possibly even a higher level of contentment and happiness than you could gain otherwise. And that you'd be free of unnecessary fear. And it's because you've conquered or you've already conquered everything in the unknown. And uh, the unknown, obviously, through symbolic representation through history has been like the deep sea or the night sky or you know something dark and scary that usually people are afraid of and don't want to confront on their own however if you voluntarily take on something that you are afraid of it makes you a stronger person and eventually you'll be able to overcome really anything that you need to because you're just not scared of facing the things that you're scared of and uh that's essentially what he came to at the end was that and the reason why meaning is so important is because when you have something that you value and it means something to you and you want to learn more about it you learning about it is uncomfortable 
you have to kill off old information that you know about and maybe you like live your life revolved around that information and uh you know you get you get deep into it and you'll notice i suppose that if if you're just going with your gut about something before you know it you're taking in all kinds of information that you wouldn't have otherwise and you're like i mean like subconsciously i guess or consciously you're like facing something that you wouldn't have otherwise and it's because that meaning is and i've been saying this a lot over the past couple weeks like has you by the shirt and it's taking you for a ride and really i mean that's about it because if if you don't have meaning for something and you try and inundate yourself with too much knowledge or too much information that you aren't ready for because you just aren't ready to make the leap then you'll find yourself overwhelmed and you won't know what the fuck you're supposed to be doing. However, if you don't take in any new information because you don't have meaning for anything, then you just, I mean, the only path that you have to go down is just being stagnant. And uh, any new thing that you have to learn will just be incredibly difficult because it just goes against your values and your traditions, even though that on the other side of that knowledge, there might be something that is like incredibly fruitful for you in specific and like, you're going to be missing out on it because you just would rather stay comfortable and not get yourself uncomfortable. So that's essentially the whole thing. How to maximize your gains is just to step in the unknown, make yourself uncomfortable and see what you can make out of it. And and I think that I think that there are far too many people nowadays because we're so brought up in just the like are born, you turn 5, go to school and then you're just like almost I mean, I feel like the public education system is kind of like something that was made up back in the day. Well, not made up, but it was formed as a thing for people to do like the modern education system. Obviously, people have been going to school and learning things for a long, long time. But I feel like the current way it is, it just seems to be like a general knowledge to get you off the ground and then like you can just be a factory worker afterwards and i feel like that's all it kind of sets you up for and it just sets you up for being like you just someone that runs with the pack and you know you're in this class with all these people and you grow up with all these people and then you get out of school and you just want to work with all these people but like is it actually what you want to do and i'm not saying that you need to start your own business or anything like that but i mean goddamn, if something's tapping you on the shoulder and you're just kind of swatting it away forever when are you going to start regretting that? And on top of that, when are you going to realize, and I've, this is something I said in like one of the very first episodes, but it's that Confucius quote where every man has two lives and the second one begins when he realizes he only has one. And like, what are you doing right now? Are you just going to be, are you doing all the things right now that in 15 years you're not going to look back and be like, holy shit, I really missed out on all this shit because I was being like, ignorant towards my own feelings and the things that have meaning for me i feel like that's an important thing to just realize that if there is anything that holds meaning for you that you love more than anything else and you want to do it but you feel like you can't because of social stigma or you're afraid that someone's not going to like you or that someone's going to disapprove you need to essentially tell them to fuck off because is there is their interpretation of you and your life worth throwing your shit in the trash and not worrying about what you got going on? I don't think so because on your deathbed, man, you're going to be thinking about all the shit that you missed out on. As I mean, you're going to be thinking about the good times as well, but like, damn, those are the times when those one ifs, what ifs just seem like they would be 
the most, you know, you'd be like, damn, here I am, 80, I can't move, and I really wish I would have gone hiking more, like, my passion was always hiking, I just wish I would have done it more, but I couldn't, because I made excuses or whatever, and I don't know, I feel like for self-development or anything in general, I feel like you just need to make yourself uncomfortable and uh, ask yourself really tough questions about what the fuck you actually want to do here. And I feel like if you do that and you follow, because obviously you said like don't follow your bliss, but I feel like following your bliss is kind of like uh, not derogatory, but it's a negative term. It's got a negative connotation on it because it's like, you're just following the things that make you happy, but what about the things that make you uncomfortable? How are you ever gonna grow if you're just like, like I said, stagnant? You never will, you're just gonna be like a tree that wilts but won't die until it does, but it's not gonna grow any taller. And yeah, I mean, I guess that's about it for this episode. I have, I do have something that I wanna read though. Um, and I think it kind of goes along with what I was just saying, but I, I essentially made a dump page for this podcast episode because it was really hard for me to, get my thoughts in order and i mean i wrote down a bunch of things and then i recorded a half hour episode and it still wasn't good so hopefully this one kind of gets more to the point and i i did like what i wrote right here and i just want to leave you with these things so okay so meeting meaning is the true mode of being you feel time slip away you gain confidence you embrace the things in you you listen to yourself and stop seeking validation from others because the meaning you get from what you're doing is enough chasing that meaning will make good times greater and make bad times easier to deal with i think it's time we stop ignoring the things we want and i don't mean buying things or things like that but following your heart and listening to you and your body gaining a greater understanding of yourself and finally feeling satisfied with what you have going on make that your mission it's the mission of your role models, your heroes, physical or fictional, and it's the path you can walk to feel alive again and like you're finally on the right path. I'm nowhere near where I want or need to be, and just taking some simple steps listed above has greatly changed my perspective on just how everything feels to me, no matter what it is. Like, my own career that I'm pursuing, like, mundane things in life seem to have, like, more more passion or just more, like, it's not... It, things don't feel like such a drag like they used to just because I finally have something that I'm intrinsically excited to be alive about. And I feel like that's an important thing to find. And bad things roll off my shoulders easier. I dwell less because I'm taking stock in me and what I have going on and not seeking outward validation. And that's obviously not an easy thing to shake. And I'm obviously still working on it, like I said, but it is possible. And I also might be and it also might be the true definition of it. It's not the destination, but the journey. Because you might not ever reach the destination that you're looking for, but you know you can make the time getting there as, as good as you can. I'm not sure if this self-development process will ever end, but I do know that I get further from the unhappy self I was before with each passing day. And that's enough for me to keep going. Thank you all so much for listening, and let me leave you with this. When you feel hunger, you'll stop at nothing and feel satiated. But when you feel the heart longing for the things you've always wanted to do... Why do you ignore it? And uh, and yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you next Thursday this time with episode 12. Uh, that one's also going to be a hard episode for me to uh, talk about. I need to do a lot of research before next week. But anyways, it'll be a good episode. I hope you guys have a wonderful week, and I hope you enjoy this episode. I will see you next week. Adios.